Stress is the arrows coming at you. Anxiety is what gets through. You can eliminate a third of the arrows with time management. You can really eliminate a third of the arrows with perspective. You failed a test. It's a bummer. It's a 20. Go take the class again. You don't have any money. That's a bummer. Been there. I ate spaghetti every meal for two months. You'll get over it. But there's some stuff that's big. So stress is the arrows coming at you. Anxiety is what gets through. You sweep away a third of the arrows with time management. You sweep away a third of the arrows remembering that it may not be that bad. And then you're left with the other third. Welcome to the Edge of Excellence podcast. This show is for current and aspiring leaders that are dedicated to showing up every day in their lives with excellence. We break down the careers of those excelling so you can understand what is out there and how to rise up in every field you choose. Let's get the show on the road, shall we? Your host has spent his life promoting global entrepreneurship, helping 20-somethings find their passion and working to help others achieve excellence. CEO of CollegeWorks, Matt Stewart. Welcome to the Edge of Excellence podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about stress, stress management, anxiety, and how to get over all that and have a successful life. Stress is not a bad thing. Stress shows progress. If you're working out, you go home, your muscles are aching, your muscles have been stressed. They're going to get bigger. They're going to get stronger. If you're working in on campus and you're studying hard and you're a little stressed out because of the hard work and the grades you need to get well you're progressing you're not sitting at home rolling jays for a living stress can be great if you're walking down a dark alley you hear a noise stress keeps you aware stress shows that you're progressing but stress is also one of the most debilitating aspects of life stress is the cause of many diseases Stress is the cause of many deaths, and stress is the cause of a lot of heartache and frustration. Much of stress can be relieved. The other stress can be dealt with. So let's talk today about how we can decrease our anxiety through having a different perspective, through using some of the tools that I'm going to outline today, and by using some methods of those that are excellent to manage the anxiety as they move forward in their great lives. So let's just talk about college. You may be in college. You may have just gotten out of college. Pretty tough time. You're going through life. Everything's cool. All of a sudden, you get thrown maybe in a new town. Maybe you're living by yourself. You got to figure out a major. You don't know what major to figure out. You got to figure out a career. You don't know what you want to do. You got to figure out life. You're living alone. You're doing your own laundry. And it comes all in about a week and it lasts four years and it's not very fair. Sometimes this stress causes people to crash. Sometimes people feel like giving up. Sometimes people are so caught up worrying about opportunities that they miss them. So I've got some exercises that we can go through to one, determine your stress and two, figure out what we're going to do about it. So let's get started. First thing we're going to do is just figure out how stressed out we are. We're going to rank our stress. And this is going to require you sitting down. It's going to require getting a piece of paper. And it's going to require having a pen. So grab your paper, 
And on the left side, from top to bottom, we're going to write our ranking chart. On the left side, from top to bottom, we're going to write out the ranking chart. Start with 100 on the top left and go all the way down to 10. 100, 90, 80, 70, 60, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. Those are the ranks of the different things that stress you out in life. Something really stressful is going to be ranked 100. Something not very stressful is going to be ranked 10, zero. So go ahead and pause the podcast right now and start filling out the things that stress you out and rank them. Put them on the list, write them down, keep it. We're going to talk about it when you restart the podcast. So possibly you're not listening and possibly you're not doing that. So we'll just go ahead and move forward and start talking about things I've heard from other people in their 20s. Mom had a car accident today. Rank it a 95. I failed a test. Rank it a 90. I got a bad grade. Rank it a 90. My sister's getting wet, married. Rank it a 90. Here's a big one. I pay my own bills and I've got no money for rent. Rank it an 80. My car broke down. Rank it an 80. Midterms are coming. That's super stressful, right? It's up in the 70s. I can't manage time for school and work. I'm going crazy. Give it a 70. I've got a fraternity party on Saturday I've got a plan for. My friend broke up with her boyfriend. 60, 60. All the way down to lying in a meadow of flowers watching the clouds, which is like a zero. So hopefully that helped you come up with some ideas on your stress scale. Hopefully you've got a piece of paper in front of you with 10 to 100 written on the left side, 100 being on the top left. Hopefully you've got a few things in there and you're looking at it and you're thinking, wow, I've got a lot of stress to deal with. So look at your list and I'll tell you a little story. Uh, My wife and I took our son, Jake, to Italy when he was two and a half years old. My friend Gunnar and I had gone to Italy the year before. And we found this castle, believe it or not, and we could rent the castle for a reasonable rate. So I decided, why not bring the whole family out? And I rented a castle. And I was young. I was like 32. I rented a castle. How cool am I? Bring my parents. I bring my in-laws. I bring my kids. I learned never take a child overseas until they're double digits. And that's a whole different podcast for a whole different series. But we did it. We took everybody, my brother, his wife wife's sister, my wife's brother, their significant others. And we all went to this castle in Italy. So we're trumping through Italy, having a great time. Got my son with me. He's like, uh, I think he was about a year and a half, year and a half. He can barely walk. He's having a great time. We're eating capers. We're checking out the sites. I got him in this backpack. Uh, We went to Assisi, which is a beautiful hilltop town. You may have heard of St. Francis of Assisi. There's the St. Francis Cathedral where St. Francis led the masses and we had to go see the cathedral. So we took Jake in my backpack and my wife and I went to the cathedral and we'd been having a great time in Assisi and we walked through the cathedral and we went down to the catacombs. And I don't know if you're a history buff. I'm a history buff. I love to go check out the buildings in Europe. I love to see these hilltop cities. I can just picture the feudal days. And Assisi is one of those towns, walking only streets. It still looks like it did 2000 years ago. Absolutely amazing place to go. And we got to go in the cathedral of St. Francis in Assisi. While we're down in the catacombs, we realized our son was allergic to mold. 
We'd never been in catacombs. We'd never taken him to catacombs. We'd never encountered Italian catacomb mold. But quickly we discovered our son was allergic to mold. He had asthma. We knew he had asthma. He'd been having asthma attacks since we got to Italy, but this one was bad. Are you enjoying the show thus far? We go through so many resources and links with this podcast, it's tough to keep up. I get it. That's why Matt and the rest of the team put together the Edge of Excellence Bundle. In it, you'll find different tools that relate to overarching themes and topics of the show. Things like disk assessment tools, time management strategies and tactics, stress and anxiety management tools, exclusive videos and episodes from this podcast that is not released anywhere else, and so much more. The best part? As a valued listener of this show, you can access the Edge of Excellence bundle 100% for free of charge. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in. To get access, all you have to do is go to www.collegeworks.com podcast and fill out the short form there for us to get the bundle over to you. Once again, it's www.collegeworks.com podcast. Now, back to the show. So my wife and I came out of the catacombs. There's a huge lawn in front of uh, the cathedral there. We took the backpack off. We look at my son and we can hear this. <sighs> and that was the sound of my son trying to get a breath. His lips were turning purple. His skin was turning gray. And we're stuck on a lawn in front of a cathedral in a walking only town where we don't speak the, the language. I pulled my son out of the backpack. My wife and I began crying and my son went limp. I ran over to a taxi cab, talked to the taxi driver in English, held my son out. He knew what I was saying. He motioned my wife and I to get in and we got in the cab. And like something out of a James Bond or Mission Impossible movie, we sped through town at 90 miles an hour in those walking only streets of Assisi with my son in my arms, limp, white, not breathing, my wife next to me crying. I was crying. And we pulled up to a drawbridge and running across the drawbridge was a lady in surgical smocks. She opened the door. She took my now lifeless son and ran through some swinging doors with Jake. And my wife and I wondered if we would ever see him again. Luckily, they shot him up with steroids, gave him all the uh, gases he could breathe, and he came back to life. Luckily, uh, he wasn't out for long enough to cause any serious damage. Luckily, we got out of that a lesson because we managed the stress. We got the job done. We dealt with it. We took our breaths. We dealt with real stress. We found the cab. We got to the hospital and everything worked out. But that's not the point I'm trying to make. It's, the point isn't that we took the breaths and calmed down. The point is, look at your stress scale. Where does my son dying in my arms rank on your scale? Now, there are people your age that have dealt with some really bad stuff. There's people that have been through foster care, people that have dealt with death, people that have dealt with abuse. And that's real. And that's tough. And we're going to talk about how to deal with that in a second. 
but many of you are looking at your list and you ranked car broke down as an 80. You, you ranked failed a test as a 90. You ranked the fraternity party as a 60. You don't have room on your chart for my son died in my arms or divorce or disease. So the point of my story is put it in perspective. That's the point. So a third of stress can be removed by getting good at time management. We have a time management video. We've got a time management podcast. If you alleviate your time management challenges, you alleviate a third of your stress. Another third of your stress can be alleviated just by putting it in perspective. And I want you to remember, my wife and I almost have been divorced before. My son died in my arms. I've lost all my money. These things happen. And if you collapse, you can't deal with them. But if you stop and you put the small things in perspective, you eliminate some things with time management, all that's left is the big things. And you can deal with that too. Stress is the arrows coming at you. Anxiety is what gets through. You can eliminate a third of the arrows with time management. You can really eliminate a third of the arrows with perspective. You failed the test. It's a bummer. It's a 20. Go take the class again. You don't have any money. That's a bummer. Been there. I ate spaghetti every meal for two months. You'll get over it. But there's some stuff that's big. So stress is the arrows coming at you. Anxiety is what gets through. You sweep away a third of the arrows with time management. You sweep away a third of the arrows remembering that it may not be that bad. And then you're left with the other third. So there's some ways to handle that. First, take a breath. The act of taking a deep breath brings oxygen from your muscles to your mind. When you're in a stressful situation, your body goes into fight or flight, your muscles are pumped, filled with blood, and you're ready to beat up that saber-toothed tiger or run like hell. So that's reptilian. That's ancient man. Take a deep breath and get the blood back into your brain. And then you can ask yourself some questions. Is this a life or death situation? If it is, what can you do to get the help that you need to create the healing that you need? I took a deep breath on that lawn. My wife was freaking out. I realized it's a life and death situation. I put oxygen in my brain and I thought, what can I do to save this situation? If it is serious right now, but in the big scheme of life, it's not that serious. Take a second deep breath. Focus on the solution instead of the problem. Very similar. And if it's not that serious, move on. Just let it go. So by, through time management, through perspective management, through deep breathing and analysis, you can narrow it down to what is real stress. I've lost my money. That was real stress. I knew it was real stress. But I had alleviated all the other things that weren't real stress so I could focus on my solution, so I could get my systems in order, so I could focus on the future. So much of the anxiety we feel can be removed. The rest of it, we can deal with it. So let's say you are dealing with some big things. Let's say you are dealing with a bankruptcy, a divorce, some sort of a other tragedy. Most people that have teetered over the edge of excellence go somewhere for help. There's doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists, there's medications. 
most people I know have gone to those resources when you're dealing with real stress. Religious leaders, religious text has guidance on dealing with real stress. The Vedanta book, The Fall of the Human Intellect, I strongly recommend The Fall of the Human Intellect to prepare you for real stress. I strongly recommend The Dalai Lama's Art of Happiness to prepare you for real stress. What I can do is eliminate two-thirds of the stress and let you know that the real stress is real. What I can do is let you know that some stress shows progress and it's a good thing and some stress just sucks and it's not great, but you have to learn how to deal with it and maybe one day you can help others deal with it. If you're on the edge of excellence, you're gonna be dealing with stress all your life. You may need help, most people do, but if you get your time management down and your perspective down, you can eliminate 75% of the anxiety you feel. We have a podcast on time management. Uh, we have a video on time management. I hope the exercise today helped you. But remember, stress is a sign of progress. It shows that you're moving. Stress can be good. It shows that there is momentum. It doesn't feel good. But everyone faces it. Everyone has to deal with it. Everyone has to manage it, and there's help out there if you need it. So good luck breaking down what's bothering you. Good luck dealing with the serious issues you're facing, and I hope that better stress management can help carry you over the edge of excellence. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Edge of Excellence podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this exact episode with them. This show exists to showcase what is possible when young leaders are willing to step out of their comfort zone and choose to excel in their lives. To learn more about our internship for young and ambitious students, www.oneinternship.com podcast to see if it's something that makes sense for you. Once again, it is www.oneinternship.com slash podcast. Let this be a reminder for you to live on the edge of excellence in your business and life. See you next time.